0: Welcome to this edition of Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Bubba, I, I think with everything that is going on around the world now, we're certainly going, you know, talk about some serious things too. But I'm I'm in desperate need of a laugh, and I think today we're going to pull that off. Rick, one of our
1: favorite, very favorite people. Every time we have him on the show, the raging Cajun John Morgan. John, how John, are you, John? Welcome, son? buddy. Nothing but love
2: to the whole family. Uh I'm glad to talk to somebody else except my but you know besides my family. So it's just a joy to be with you. Uh
0: John, I will say this. Uh, you know, we're all home quarantined and we love our family. Uh, but you know, we can get you can get too much of anything, even the greatest things.
2: I can't take it anymore, Rick. I just can't take these people anymore.
0: <laughs> the John, John, have you have you gotten to the point now? that if you can blink into the, into the camera, the word help will come get you. Listen, if I could blink, I would first ask for the power to make people disappear.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, John, we see that, uh, smoking fast internet you got down there at home too. Listen, only the best in
2: South Louisiana in plaque <laughs> mine, Louisiana. Yeah. This
0: you- is called super high speed. It's so fast. Y'all can't even pick it up. (laughs) So John, let's talk a little bit.
1: John, do you have to dial in every time you use the internet or just once
0: a day? (laughs) You got to dial in every time because I'm still on Rotary. So, so John, um, when was the last time you, you were able to do a show in front of live human beings? I mean, how long has it been? Listen, that's a good question, Rick.
2: And the best part about it is it it comes as no surprise that one of the first places I performed was Birmingham, Alabama. And the last place I performed was Birmingham, Alabama. And to be around those people and to watch that staff work as hard as they could to keep things clean and safe while we acted like jack-o'-lanterns on the stage was truly remarkable. And I'll tell you what, that's... I wish I would have had a performance that wasn't good so that I could say, you know, well, I I don't feel like I'm, but that was a great performance. It was a great time. And I was in Birmingham, Alabama, brother.
0: Yeah. You've got a lot of kinship here. Every time you come to Birmingham, it's a special place. I know for you and and the people here love you and we love when you're able to come by the studio and, and hang with us. But you know, um, Looking at, at people like, you know, I, so I have a day job. It's good. But, you know, I do a lot of uh, live events and speaking. All of those have been canceled. I don't know when I'll be able to do that again. Thankfully, that's not how I make a living. But I have a, a son that's in the entertainment business. Uh, he is, you know, sitting here at home, doesn't know when he's going back to work. Um, and I guess you're kind of in the same boat, right?
2: In fact, we are the last ones that will go back to work because we are asking people to once again come close together in small facilities or large facilities but but close-knit watch concerts watch musicians watch comedians it's funny we're the last ones that are going to go to work and we're the we're the last ones to get help remember none of that unemployment or ppp loans or any of that Uh, entailed itself to musicians and entertainers so so you know there may be a lot of glory if you will please let me use that word loosely there may be a lot of affirmation but when it comes to not working
0: there is no affirmation So, live. Rick, the comedians
1: are further down the totem pole than the people that cut hair, is what he's trying to say.
0: No, you are. We were talking about why can't a salon, why why can't somebody go cut somebody's hair? And they're not letting them do that. Uh, I know maybe some places are, but in our state, they still haven't. But you're right, Bubba, you make the point. If you're in live entertainment that involves, you know, places where people get together in large crowds, hey, way down the line.
1: Way down the line.
0: I can I can go and buy a bag of marijuana. I can go
2: buy fruit to eat after cuz I got the munchies, but I can't tell jokes. Something's just not right.
0: John, I I have to ask this question. We're all and, and Bubba's heard me use this term a lot. I I feel I feel bad for you, but I think and there's a side of me that may feel worse for your wife because she's been accustomed to taking John Morgan in small doses. <laughs> And then you going on the road and letting her have some sort of break. It, it, my wife's already told me that she miss she misses missing me. Um, w- what's going on with you and the wife?
2: We built a second home. <laughs> <laughs> She's in one. I'm in, no, no, man. I wake up. Before I put my clothes on, I'm just in my drawers, and I stand on the edge of that bed with all my glory and let her know and remind her that all of this is hers. <laughs> and it seems to put her right back.
1: You know, John, have you
0: considered a, a live Internet show from your place? <laughs> yeah. you Tell me you're doing something. Well, I'd like to do a live internet
2: show, but I can't even hook up to the Rick and Bubba show, much less do my own.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, all this technology that keeps some people out there, I, I think it's, I don't know that you can cross that technological bridge.
1: <laughs> it's a slippery one, isn't it? Got moss on it. I don't know
0: it. if I really want. <laughs> all right. I, th- I think we're going to have to put him on the phone.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. okay.
0: <laughs> All right, John. John, hang on. I'm all right, so, I'm so, calling. Okay. All right, John. I think we're just gonna we're just gonna do phone only and just forget all this video stuff. All right. For those of you that are watching the podcast, you're gonna see still shots of of John, and he's so beautiful on photo- when he's photo- photographed. Anyway, he uh, is. because he is down in a part of Mississippi, Plaquemine, and, uh, and 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 Plaquemine uh, is still working on getting wall to wall Wi-Fi. So, and uh, we have brought John on phone only. John, let me tell you something. For all of those in South Louisiana, you tried.
1: Yep. I, I gave it my best shot, Rick.
0: <laughs> and,
1: <laughs> and Rick, that, he's, <laughs> a, he's so far out. He's one of those guys at the Grand Ole Opry doesn't get there till Monday night. Hey, <laughs> I, I just watched the second season of The Voice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, when, when we left... We were talking about, you know, we covered the fact that the entertainment business, if you're involved in people gathering, uh, nope, you, you're you not going to get to go to work anytime soon. We talked about the fact that we're in now the home of, of our of our families. And, and those of us that are in the entertainment business, even though Bubba and I don't have to go on the road a whole lot, they're still accustomed to us, and I know in my house especially, me going to speak at different events. And, and they, they get kind of accustomed to the rhythm. And when, when we were talking about your wife, is stuck with you more than probably, I can't remember the last time you've been home this much, you just remind her of how blessed she is, then that's kind of where we left it.
2: Uh, You know, standing in underwear in front of the one you love, in full bloom, knowing that she is visually, uh, you know, looking at you, and you let her know how blessed she is to have all this manhood Uh, usually they go back to sleep real quick and then I just go cut the
0: grass. So, so John, what, what are you doing with yourself? I mean, I mean, America is listening right now. What, what is John Morgan, a guy that, Bubba, every time we've ever seen you, I mean, you, you needed to be medicated before people even started working on medication. And, uh, so how, how are you keeping yourself busy?
2: Rick, my Bubba my Speedy, and the rest of that, that little kid, Harry, that y'all got there. Look, look, um, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't choose to be the way I am internally. I think it's inbred in me by my father. You got to work. You got to keep moving forward. I got two vegetable gardens I put in. I'm working on my rental units because comedy doesn't have retirement, so I got to do something in order to have a retirement. I'm painting I'm fixing. I'm repairing. Uh, yesterday, I went to fix two ceiling fans and wound up having to change a whole hot water heater. Uh, I'm, not really, I'm not really into doing that, but it has to be done, and so I do it. I cut my grass about three times a week. Um, uh, I'm in a, in a grass cutting war with my neighbor. I make sure I wake up in the morning, I put coffee on for mama. I make sure the dishes are done. I go outside and I, I look at the things that I can do, not the things I should do. And and I keep moving forward because I believe this. when this is all over, I want the same work ethic that I had before this all took place. I want to be that person that keeps moving forward without an excuse or without some blame. I don't want handouts. I don't like them. I think they make me feel less of somebody at times. Does that mean we don't need them and people don't need them? Of course not, but I don't want to get accustomed to that. So I, I keep moving, man. I, I, I got an old moped that I had when I was a, a young man. It was the first vehicle I ever had. I still possess that little moped Honda passport 70. I pulled it out and we we're rebuilding it. So you gotta find something you got to find something, and truly, we can joke about it. If not, you will drive your partner nuts. There's only so many times I can look down and look at feet and go, this is just disgusting. You've you got to move forward. you got to keep going, you know?
1: John, uh, what kind of electrician and handyman are you? I, I didn't know you had all those skills.
2: Well, now that's one thing. I can hook up a ceiling fan, and I can change out an outlet, or I can change a plug, but don't ask me to run wiring, because you'll turn on the kitchen light, and the toilet will flush. Uh, (laughs) What about your garden? What do
1: you got in that?
2: Oh, my garden, man. I got me Chef Special Orange Tomatoes. I got Celebrity Tomatoes. I got Creole Tomatoes. I got Cantaloupe. I got Potatoes. Uh, I got bell peppers and cucumbers and uh, hybrid skunk. Uh, I've got um, I've got so many so many different different plants and and things. You know, I, that gardening is my thing. You know, boy, is that my thing? I sure do like when I'm in my garden. I don't care what happens
0: around me. Are you doing any any corn? Are you doing any any kind of melons of any kind?
2: Okra. Just uh, just cantaloupe okra gets too tall and too big for me uh you, you got to watch okra because you got to pick them when they're smaller in, oh, yeah. unless you're pickling you know oh,
1: yeah.
2: and and so so i'm not a big okra cooker you know uh although i eat okra gumbo and things like that and fried mm-hmm. okra is wonderful but uh corn corn another thing it takes up too much of a garden it yep. takes too much if you got if you got that much land you know plant you some corn you know what i'm saying but uh but 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 yeah yeah uh, it's it's just basic things and to tell you the truth a vegetable garden to me is really not what i'm producing as much as that i am producing uh the, so so the fact that i can get out and pull weeds and and dig in things and get my hands dirty and feel feel you know the, the accomplishment of growth if you will you know yeah i, I know and, and he's, yeah, he's yeah i know exactly what I, I got you. got you i
1: understand you. that yeah, and
2: I, I don't mean to get philosophical on the garden, but the truth of the matter is it really is. It's an amazing therapy, you know?
0: No, it, it's what we were talking about. And we had people calling in saying that, you know, throughout history, the word piddling has been used for something other than what we use it for now. And I acknowledge that, but you know, my, I, my wife, you know, she has her thing she She does and she likes to write and she likes to read and she's got the housework and all that. And, and, and we have a, you know, a little farm and, and I'll say, well, I, I just got to go there now. And she goes, what do you mean you have to go? I said, I, I can't describe it. I got to, yeah. you know, and, and during this time. And she said, well, what are you going to do? I said, I'm going to piddle. I mean, I, I I may get down there and piddle a little bit with, you know, some of the ATVs. I might get down there and piddle with the fish. And, and I might get over here and mess, mess where you got your plants growing, pull some weeds out. I might take some limbs, pull them over here, go down there in the trails, cut some trees down. I got to do something. You know, like you said, these things really probably don't need to be done. As far as like, are we going to survive with, with without me going? Probably so, but I have to do it for myself for therapy.
2: Yeah, I agree with you there, Rick. It's tinkering, it's tiddling, it's it's piddling, it's it's whatever word you grew up with. But but it's part of life. I think that that's what makes a person whole. Um, but the truth is, is you gotta, you got, you cannot still, if bread is left alone, it will mold and I'm, I'm, there's no mold will grow on me. It's not going to happen. Not in this lifetime.
1: <laughs> so John, are you, are you just completely shocked? Like we've talked about back in November, December, we were thinking, Hey, 2020 is going to be a big year. I mean, the term pandemic was so far from our vocabulary. Can you believe how things have changed in 90 days?
2: I cannot believe that, as free American citizens living under a beautiful thing called the the United States of America Constitution, the the belief of what it means to have freedom that we would literally scratch each other's eyes out for toilet paper. I know, I know. <laughs> and then my son said, "Why you think everybody's going after the after the toilet paper?" And I said, "Because they're thinking with their rear ends, you know." <laughs> Uh, sometimes, as you as you wipe the breast, you know your your brow sweat when you've been working, when you've been thinking with your rear end too much. Sometimes you gotta wipe it. But good God almighty, I didn't realize we were going to get in a situation where people are going to think they're going to wipe their ear ends this much, uh, you know, and, and now nobody wants to go back to work. First of all, it was, we, 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 were, we were too much into thinking about this thing, and now we're, we're not thinking about it enough. Nobody's happy anymore, you know, unless somebody else is miserable. Let me tell you something. I don't care who's president right now. I wouldn't want to be in that position to save my soul because- but well maybe to save my soul, but right. but but I wouldn't want to be in that position. you know, don't don't get me wrong, I'll put my hand on the Bible and take the oath if it meant my soul, you know? <laughs> <laughs> But but I don't understand how one man can take so much and be blamed for so much who has done so much. I I I don't know. People are people are lost their mind, uh, uh Bubba. Pe- people just people are just ridiculous you know that's what scares me if we don't go over to back to work soon because people are gonna get used to this
0: no you're right you know, John- we have, yeah we have people yeah, that ahead, are, Yeah, we have people that are saying some of these government programs which we're going to dump on our, our our kids and our grandkids are paying them more than they were getting paid at their job and, and their employer saying "Now, now should i expect them to come back i mean but there's only so much i can pay the dishwasher at the restaurant if i ever open again if i'm gonna make a a profit a and, profit. and these things are going to be problematic. But one, one of the things that, uh, that we were talking about, uh, is people getting accustomed to this is that we don't need to lose our, our work ethic. And I remember you were on our show. It wasn't that long after nine 11. I still remember you being on yep. and you were That's talking fine. about, all right, now when I get on the airplane, I got a whole different, different game. Now, if you're going to get up and go to the restroom, I remember you doing this, this bit and it was right. Let me know what you're doing. I'm watching you. You're watching me, and and now we've kind of gone into the kind of that world again of hoarding toilet paper. Now get away from me outside. Don't get get near me at the store. You know, it, it 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 feels a little bit like that. Different enemy, but it feels a little bit like that.
2: It not only feels it. It not only feels it. You 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 can visually witness it. You follow me? Yeah. And so. Yeah. So what 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 are we doing as as individuals trying to make our way and then to be uh, let me tell you something I believe Martin Luther King said it best when they talked to him about you know uh, giving giving out handouts and he said do not give my people anything for free it's not who we worked for we don't need nothing free don't make us lazy very intelligent man and in foresight to be able to see that, that giving someone something sometimes is not a hand up, but sometimes a push to sit down.
1: Mm. John, let let me ask you, of course, we're we're having a worldwide pandemic and we uh, took steps to hopefully mitigate that. Uh, The initial sayings were 2 million people, we could lose 2 million and and we've all gone and stayed in now. And we're talking about reopening. Uh, It seems like there's a lot of controversy now about are we reopening too fast, or not enough? Or were you at, were you guys in Louisiana on that?
2: Well, we got
1: a we got a Democratic
2: governor that uh, enjoys poverty in the sense of that's a voting base for him. So we're going to be closed down. I believe on May 15th. Now that's probably one of the longest delays I've heard so far. Uh, the longest I heard uh, elsewhere is like May 8th. You know. So we're looking at May 15th evidently in South Louisiana, which bothers me because people work out in the oil fields and they work on the boats and the ships and they crawfish and they hunt and they do those things that are mainly outdoors. You know, we're, we're a lot in common, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, uh, hunting and fishing and being outdoors and enjoying what the good Lord has given us. So where we are long term, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm afraid, you know, I'm, I'm afraid. You, you know, some of these handouts, I'm afraid also because these handouts are, are being, you know, portrayed as grants. But these PPP loans, we hope they turn into grants, but we don't know. You know, some people may get out of this thing with more debt than they had, you see.
0: No, that is that is problematic because uh, we, we had Dave Ramsey on. He said it, these things were a stack of paper that nobody read, and uh, there's a lot of small writing in there uh, that you need to be aware of. It may or may not be a grand, and you, you make a good point. And the same thing with some of these delaying house payments. Be sure you read the fine print. From your financial institution because uh, they might say give us four payments in, yeah. in September, uh, you, you don't know. You hope that doesn't happen, but it might. And then the other thing though that we know is happening: we're staying shut down so long. There are businesses that will not return. So if you're at home, and you're, you're, you're you're saying I'm going to go back to work. Well, if your boss says I'm sorry, that job's not available anymore because we didn't make it. You know, there's there's also going to be fewer jobs when we start back. That's scary, Rick. I'll tell you what I did. Uh, and
2: and I hope that this is some help to other comedians or other people, uh, not only in comedy and entertainment, but but in general. You know, listen, I I, I, I looked into the deferred payment plan. You with me uh, yep, for yep, my yep. house? Now now, smaller banks, smaller banks are deferring payments for three months at the end of the loan, no penalty, no interest, no whatever. Larger banks are are offering. The deferred payment, uh, but but at the end of three months, they want the entire amount. If I haven't been working in three months, good God Almighty, please don't tell me I owe you five thousand dollars. You see, yeah. So, yeah. So, so because now I'm in worse predicament than I would have been better off catching the virus because I'm worth more dead than I am living for my family in the sense of finances. No, now, my wife might my wife might disagree with that, thinking I'd be better off going. Totally, you know, money and uh, social. <laughs> no,
0: no. Well, John, let's be honest. If this thing start keep being tight and you don't get out on the road and start making people laugh again, she's going to look at you in a different way. Let's just say it. You, you, you may be worth more. Well, she's looked at me different uh, uh, in two ways. One of them
2: is I'm not a toy. I cannot be uh, in our bedroom, our sanctuary, all the time, um, and she can't expect me to perform like that on a normality. I'm fifty six years old. Uh, So, at some point in time, she's going to have to let me
0: rest. Understood. Uh, Anyway, that's my dream. I thought I'd tell you my dream. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say, none of us believed it, but it was a fun ride. (laughs) Yeah, we were enjoying the comedy. (laughs) John, how how are your kids dealing
1: with all this? (laughs) Hold on. I'm still living that
0: dream for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Don't knock him off the surfboard yet. Let him ride. I thought I hit a rock.
2: It was speedy jumping up, knocking me off the board. <laughs> anyway, uh, look, look, um, what was the question again? The co- the, 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 said, the how, are, how are your kids? How are the, how the
0: boys doing? How, how's Lila doing? How are they handling all this?
2: Yeah, my children. Anyway, so next subject. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. My oldest son and my middle son both attend LSU. And not my alma mater, but I cheer for them while my money's gone now. Sure. Both of, both of my sons are online schooling. And um, they're finding it uh, challenging in some aspects with things like mathematics, things like um, uh, anything that involves that, that, uh, that, that part of the brain of mathematics when it's far better to see a teacher at a, at a board the way you can ask questions and you can go to the lab and you can get assistance. So in those subjects, they're finding themselves, uh, challenged. However, in the subjects of French or Spanish or history or social studies, uh, the sciences, if you will, they're finding that to be a little bit easier because what is expected of them in the sense of those classes is a little bit more lenient. Uh, I was staying on the boys, the oldest one. I can't keep him out of the boat. Uh, you know me yeah. telling y'all every, uh, about him. He's a hunter and a fisherman. He's already left. He tried to set me up on Zoom. Evidently, he didn't do a good job and he just hauled butt. So I couldn't even reach around and just grab him, you know, yeah, he, and tell yeah. him to fix this.
0: Yeah, he said good luck. He had good luck, Dad, to fish your button. But go ahead. Yep. Yeah, I'm yeah, out. Yes, yeah.
1: see you
2: later. Now, now, the worst part about it, he did an evening fish last night.
0: You see, you see, doesn't matter.
2: So, no, it, it don't matter. He he's in the boat. Not not a middle son. Used to be a golfer, and uh, so so he he ain't playing golf at all, uh, even though President Obama did. Anyway, yeah. another <laughs> subject. But 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 uh, my son can't golf. You see, my son can't golf because cause we're not. Uh, we're not we're not that family so Hmm. so um so he he's he's just playing his games you know and and you don't want your kids on those games but there's really nothing else for them to do so that's what he's doing now now let's move into the joy of raising children you really want joy in raising a child i suggest you go to china and adopt one (laughs) Uh, now now we got this little girl bless her heart she's the most beautiful thing in the world She is brilliant. All of her classes are dual enrollment or um, uh, the the other one, dual enrollment or AP courses, they call them. Oh, yeah. Now, she's taking college courses, and she's doing everything online, and she asks for nothing. She comes down. She eats. She loves Onus. She asks if she could go ride her car, and she'll drive around the block about 30 times and then she come back home. But, but, but she come to us yesterday wanting to know if she could get a, a, a hamster, you see, a hamster. Mm. And so um, so she got a hamster. Uh, I had to go out there and help her get it because when she got to the store, they told her you needed to be 18 years old to buy a hamster. What? Now, pet, I, I'm not going to mention the name of the store, but it's Petco.
1: Now, now right. you
2: go in the Petco to buy a hamster, you see a rat, and and you got to be 18 years old. Now, kids in New York City, they got rats living in their apartment, and they're four years old, you see? Yeah, I understand, but right, gotta, right. you got to be 18 years old in South Louisiana. Now, we eat neutral rats. We eat right. crawfish. We we, we we sucked the head of a crawfish, but you need to be 18 years old to buy a, a rat hamster <laughs> at, at, at Petco. And the guy said, you need to come back. So I went over there, and by the time I got there, they had sold the rat she wanted. Mm. So she's disappointed, and I got a dude named Skippy behind the counter telling me, um, excuse me, um, I'm sorry, but that hamster is gone. Now it took everything in God's power not for me to crawl that counter and choke that anyway Person. so we got her we got her a different rat at a different pet coat. But but mm. my God, she's doing good. So so I mean the the children <sighs> how, John, how old is she now? She's sixteen. Sixteen. Wow. Man. She's going on seventeen years old, got a boyfriend.
1: Uh oh. Uh oh. Yeah.
2: What? Yeah yeah How about got that I make her wear my tool belt when she goes out. <laughs> <laughs> and I make sure i I stuff the front with like 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 uh skill saw blades, sure uh the razor blades, sure uh you know, to take measures,
0: yeah anything no. just weight it down, weight it down, you see do you like this guy at all? surely not <sighs>
2: You want to know the truth? Yes. I think he's a fine boy. We don't. We don't let him hear that. I think he's. Oh hell no! I'm never gonna tell him that. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. No. In fact, I don't even call him by his name. I call him boy. I love it. I
0: call now him. Did boy, she? Did and, she come
1: uh, to you and ask the, if she could start dating, or what were your dating? Yeah, how, how did that for her? go down? Uh, um, I wish I was at. An,
2: informed in my family but right. i get told things Understood. after the fact they would far rather ask for forgiveness than permission
0: yeah because I, I mean i i just you know what it is she's been such a model child she probably has earned some responsibility
2: uh you know she has but the problem with a highly intelligent child mm-hmm. their yeah. common sense ain't worth Nothing. Uh The the rat got more common sense than the child does.
0: Yeah, see, the boy out in the boat, the boy out in the boat may not have the grades, but he knows how the world works.
2: Yeah. Listen, I made him stay at home. As much as I could in the first two weeks, not because I was afraid of the virus, but because I was afraid grocery stores had run out of food and we might need to survive. You see, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, 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 you know, we got thirty ducks over here, and I keep looking at them, and 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 the the, the first duck that limps, we have in Duck Ducom. Uh, <laughs> 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 they better keep. They better them. keep walking right. I don't know who told my ducks, but they look like chickens hopping around right now. <laughs> <laughs> the longer it goes, they yeah.
0: look better. Yeah, see, everybody's doing their part. you you got one that's handling the academics. you got the other one that's handling <laughs> if we get in the Thunderdome. Uh, thank you. Thank you. And the other one's just going to have to
2: help carry stuff because the middle one, you know, he just going to
0: well, have to Well, we're going to have to find him a golf course. I mean, if we didn't have a bunch of tattletales out there that have turned into Mrs. Kravitz, he probably could go <laughs> golf somewhere. Is that not the truth? Boy, can you believe it? I had a man ask
2: me the other day. He asked me the other day. He said, he said where's your mask at? Now I went to buy some artichokes. I thought I'd stuff artichokes <laughs> old school like my mama used to. I It takes a little time, but that's all I got right now. So I went into the store to buy artichokes, and, and the man asked me uh, where's my mask while I was picking out artichokes. And, and, and he was getting broccoli, you see. And as I turned to look at him, he was getting broccoli and I was getting uh, artichokes. To me, he said, where's your mask? And I said, when I go home with my groceries and you go home with your groceries, I'm going to stuff artichokes and that broccoli going to make you gassy. Whose family is safer?
1: Whose family is safer?
2: Well, I got asked to leave the grocery store because of that comment, not because I didn't have a mask. Uh-huh. I was causing tension. Yeah. So uh, evidently, don't talk to anybody about that gas because it's tension, and you can. We're getting so petty. People are getting so petty. You can't breathe. You can't move. You can't talk. Now listen. You know what made me the most sad is that is that. They said the new normal means we're we, we not going to be able to shake hands.
0: Yeah. yeah, I've actually heard that we will not shake hands again going forward.
2: I hope to, to the good Lord, I pray that none of my friends deny my hand when it reaches out to them. Because I believe two people shaking hands is far greater than saying hello. Sometimes it's a true document between two people that they have come to an agreement. Sometimes it's a deal done. Sometimes it's a form of, of 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 sorrow and pity that I would hold my friend's hand or shake my friend's hand. If we come to that, I just don't see an elbow bump doing it for me. I, now, I, I don't understand why we're elbow bumping anyway. Isn't that where they want us to cough in our arm? Now I'm going to hit the elbow with somebody? Don't elbow me. Put your hand out. And now, if the good Lord wants me to 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 pass on because of the coronavirus, and I did it lastly by shaking a man's hand, then I close my eyes forever and say, "Send me where I am justly due to go."
1: Yeah, John, we'll we'll shake your hand as long as you've got your card that says you've had the antibody test. <laughs> Can you believe it? Now, listen, I want us to both have blue gloves on, but look, we still need it. A- <laughs> <laughs>
0: And I, I I mean, I miss hugging your tiny little body. I mean, if you were in here, I'd hate not to have that. I mean, we've, we've had some of the greatest hugs in history. You'd have to push me away if I could not hold my Rick and tell him I love him
2: and move on. You know what I mean? And we've never made it uncomfortable where the love, hug lasted too no. long. It's
0: never been that, no. you know? One time I might have carried you a few feet further than I should have, but it was a great day. And, that, and that, I sleep good that night. Yeah, I did, too. I, was, I You know, I, I wasn't near as lonely as I was prior to seeing you. But, uh, you know, I hugged Bubba like that.
2: I mean, I hugged uh, 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 Rick one time. I'm, listen to me. I hugged Bubba one time like that, you, you know, and I held him like that. You know, my fingers were about six feet apart. Um,
1: <laughs> but. but- I- but but just holding his side meant everything to me. <laughs> it, looked, it looked like he was hanging on to the side of a tree. <laughs> uh,
0: but but no, you you talk about this. I don't think we need. I know uh, we want to be safe. We want to protect people. My my mom and daddy are still living. They're seventy nine years old. You know they're they're doing their part not to get you know to try to you know be be sick. And I, I understand all that. But we don't need to lose our identity as a country. I mean, that, that, can't, that can't go away with all this. I mean, this is the same country that stormed the beaches at Normandy. I mean, you know, we, we can't become the country that washes our hands and won't go outside.
2: Man, that's what they're pushing for. Pelosi already, uh, what's her name, the Wicked Witch of the West? That thing already proposed uh, uh, a national um, uh, income Uh, It floated the idea. Oh, yeah, you're right.
1: Universal income,
2: yeah. So I'm telling you, man, these things people don't understand. There's something my father taught me a long time ago, and he learned from his father. Both of them, no high school education. Uh, and, And one's a chief engineer on the ship before he died, and my daddy owned his own business in graphic art before he died, you see. So two successful men, but no high school education. And this was it. He said something simple. There will always be somebody bigger and stronger. There will always be somebody richer and more famous, but how you feel in your own shoes and how you walk upon this earth is determined by nothing else, but yourself, not your possessions, not your strength, truly how we feel about ourselves. So when we talk about all of this and people getting lazy, you know, I had a friend the other day, he sells real estate. and He and his wife, before all this went down, bought a Bentley, an older one. And so that they could have fun. He's always wanted one. And he was so bashing my president that I started thinking, and I just sent him a simple message that said, you sell real estate and you drive a Bentley. You're the closest friend I have that mimics our president. Well, I, I, I got unfriended, you know, so I don't have to <laughs> uh, yeah. and, and that's okay. That's okay. This too shall pass. You know, this too shall pass. Now, what, I, what I can give my children is not money. They will spend that quickly. It will not be wisdom because they will learn different things more rapidly than I ever thought. What I can give them is a visual on a work ethic. What does it mean to rise each day? What is it? Oh,
0: oh, come on, I'm gonna
2: get a little. Go I'm ahead, get a little motion on your mind. Tell. Tell it now. Come Tell on, it. go ahead. think about my dad, you know What is it that we can give these kids? Here we joke and laugh about this young boy who just got married in your studio and has this little baby. What is it that he sees in that child's eyes? What is it that he can give that baby every day to see his or her father rise every day to make it work? What is it that I can rise every day and ask for forgiveness for and make myself better tomorrow, those are the lessons that cannot be taught by any academic scholar, but they can only be retrie- retrieved by the eyes of those who had saw it happen. We have got to get out of this crap. We have got to quit feeling sorry for ourselves. We have got to make it. And, and by the grace of God, we will. Families are learning to know what it is to be in a close confinement. Families are starting to understand what it means to eat dinner together and talk about things that are happening. Fathers are once again learning to take the time to help a child fix a project. Mothers are learning to be compassionate. And once again, once again, in the realm of people not being happy, which mothers are so keen on recognizing. And for once in our life, for once maybe in this whole dilemma, something good shall rise out of it. Is it the deaths? Absolutely not. That's sorrow and pain for families. But we have close to how many are are passed now from coronavirus?
0: We're getting right at 60,000, I think. Yeah, yeah, a little over. We're
2: right at 60,000. Last year, 2 million people died of the common flu. And what do we have? What do we actually have? when it comes to trying to to solve this, two two sides fighting over one another like it's some ridiculous feat, if you will, that that, that they're fighting for. I, I don't understand how we can put our faith in anybody who gives themselves a raise during this pandemic. I I don't understand it at all. I don't understand how they can still wanna wanna keep things hard and pass out money to illegal immigrants as if that's what we paid our taxes for. Uh, Somewhere along the line, we got to get back to the basics of taking care of ourselves, understanding what our families mean to us and move forward. And you can only do that by being a true leader in your family. And that's by example. If you sit and you complain, if you spend your hours and your days with nothing, then that is truly what your kids will believe and your neighbors will believe and your family members will believe is the right thing to do. I said this a long time ago. This country is turning into what is wrong is right, and what is right yeah. is wrong. Right out of and, scripture. We, and we know better. We know better than that. We know better than that through economics. We know that through, um, through daily living, but we also know it spiritually. And, and you that's got be that's got be a that's got to be a stopping point to this. We got to go back to work
0: Well yeah and Bubba, you've said it we've said it we've, we've said it as a team you just said it uh, we we know we can't miss what's being taught here. this is a test and we can't fail it and I, and you're right, it's going to take us I, I can just remember so vividly you know my dad just I, I now know since I'm 55 I know now that things weren't always as safe as he made me think they were, but, but but I remember I would always, things get a little tight. I'd look over at dad and dad was resolute Mm -hmm. and dad was standing there fearless. And I'm sure at times he was afraid, but I didn't know it. And, And because I didn't know it, I went to sleep that night and I slept soundly because I knew my daddy was on the point. We had a watchman and no matter what was going on outside, he looked like it was no big deal to him. And he taught us not to be afraid. And, uh, and I think that the worst thing our children can see right now, as you just said beautifully, is for them to see their moms and their dads, and especially their dads, panicking, complaining, uh, be- becoming lazy, losing their work ethic, and sitting around waiting on the government to fix something that God's given them the ability to fix. And we don't need to let the government make a, a power grab right now because they have us afraid. What we need to do is to never give up our liberty, never give up our freedom, because I don't have that much longer here on this world. I'm going to be all right. Uh, I've been redeemed by Jesus. I know where I'm going. But if I go, I still want to leave the, the opportunities for my children and my grandchildren to maximize their potential through maximum liberty, and I'm going to fight to be sure they have it.
2: And the only thing you can hope for is in that hour when you are not there, and their times are being tested and they have no place to roam to move their options are limited they simply stop and think what would my dad do Mm. what would my dad do just as the individual that doesn't have that good memory if he's smart enough would say to himself what would jesus do yeah that's right what would we do in this situation listen you, the most we cannot do is let our civil liberties be taken away because of fear. Right. Do you think they would have closed mosques around the country if we were in the middle of Ramadan during this season?
0: No, I'm seeing some reports now they didn't, uh, that that's already happened. You know, that, they, that they were, there was a different treatment uh, of the mosque than there has been the temple and the church.
2: Now, don't get me wrong. I don't want churches to meet. I want pastors to be wise with their congregations and, and, and tell them, look, we can, we can do this video. Well, I couldn't because I can't get on video. We, we, yeah. we could, we could yeah. do it in video. You, we can pull in the parking lot. There's other ways of meeting. We can do small cell groups. We can do what we have to do. But what bothers me, what bothers me is that they want to make this some kind of deal. We've, we as Christians have always been attacked, uh, say, in the last couple of years, maybe 20, 30 years. We've always been—I mean that we can recognize. Yeah. Of course, Christianity has right. been attacked from the beginning of time. Sure. That's not what I'm, I mean. But I mean visually, in modern times, we've always been. But 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 we keep allowing ourselves to be pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. And sometimes we just got to just— enough is enough, but while the whole time being smart, you know what I mean? Yep. Listen, if you believe, then it's okay. And if I, if I, you know, the greatest thing you could do is pass away while believing.
0: Yeah. You, yep. you know, I'm not saying it's the greatest, but it yep. sure is a good thing. I'd rather pass away believing than pass away with, as a non-believer. Well, you better believe yes. that. I mean, the Apostle Paul said, I finally found the secret to life, to live as Christ, to die as gain. Uh, if I'm alive, I'm, I'm going to live the way he said to live. I'm going to be devoted to him. I'm going to abide in him. And if I die, I'll be with him to live as Christ, to die as gain.
2: Paul, one of the greatest soldiers of all times, yes. put down his sword. And that's why that man, Charles Swindle, wrote that beautiful book, Improving Your Serve, all about the, the life of Paul. But what an amazing, what an amazing, you know, you know sometimes you just got to have faith. And sometimes the good Lord will send you things and you don't even know it. The man, you know, starts raining real bad. The, the, the truck comes and says, get on. He takes off. and, and said, no, the Lord's going to help me. And then he gets on his roof because the water's coming up too high. A boat comes along. Get on. No, no. I, I, the Lord's going to save me. A helicopter came. Don't worry about it. I'm going to be saved. He drowned. He's in heaven. The good Lord said, I sent you a truck. I sent you a boat. I sent you a helicopter. Yeah. And you never took one of them. Right. One of
0: them. Be looking for you're,
2: it. Just Stop and, 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 and be patient and wait for it. But in the meantime, good Lord Almighty, do his will. Get up on it. Right. Find a way to make the day go by. Yep. Listen, sometimes I look at my wife and I'm thinking to myself, is this really the one? <laughs> <laughs> is this really the one? Is this, is this my burden? Is this my burden? And then in other moments, I'm laying in sheer pity as a man without a soul saying how how can i be so blessed to have this share my life amen how mm-hmm. yeah it does and then wake up the next morning going who is this yeah
0: what
2: <laughs> is this do i have to lay with this every
1: night
0: <laughs> now now you're quoting her all right so let's uh yeah.
1: well i was reading what she you know I, john <laughs> i find myself more and more looking forward to the day that we can have you in the yeah studio i again. look
0: forward to it man thanks for being with us uh on this and you know bubba and i got the interview um uh, Walter E. Williams this week, professor of economics at, at George Mason University, and and I think I hope everybody listens to what we talked about on Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, and and we asked him what would the founding fathers think of America right now, and he didn't even hesitate. He said, "I think they would ask the question, when did Americans become so timid?'" And uh, and I and I think uh-huh. yeah, and I think it's time for us to remember our DNA. Uh, and, and what it took to, to get this freedom. And as Bubba, you've said a thousand times, and know that it's a lease that has to continue to be paid, and we cannot allow it to be taken away even in difficult times. So, John, thanks for being with us, buddy. Tell your family hello, and uh, I hope you guys are great. And we can't wait, like Bubba said, to you can get right back in this studio with us, and we can cut up and have some fun. And I will leave you with this.
2: May everyone who's listening, may everyone in the studio, and including my family here, May we not get caught up in social media. May we understand that facts are to be found and not just be handed to us. May we not get involved in the arguments in the displacement of who we really are as individuals in this lost world of cyber. Find out who you really are. I think we're gonna do that while we go through this struggle. There's nothing but love to you guys. Tell that young, Harry Ewok that I wish him the best with that new baby.
0: I will. John, thank you very much, Bubba. Thank you, John. Nice work, buddy. And thanks to all of you that joined us on this edition of Rick and Bubba University, the podcast.